This is the After the Show podcast where we hang out for a little longer, get an extra cup of coffee and just visit. Um, Sam, you're the only one of us who had watched this three-hour documentary on Netflix about Tom Petty. So what do you know about him that we don't know? He's an American rocker. Uh, Dude. No, it goes all the way back to his days growing up in Gainesville and starting his first bands in Mud Crutch, which is one of his bands there. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a reunion of Mud Crutch you know, in this documentary as well. And I honestly, Tom Petty was always one of those to me, just, you know, a song here and there, a pick up and I'd like a song here and there. But when you go back and you watch, I guess the inner workings or why he did what he did and when he mm-hmm. did what he did, mm-hmm. it makes you have a new respect for the guy. Isn't really? it weird how you appreciate, you know, music like that later? Cause I'm the same way. I was always kind of a, and I even hate to say that I don't want to say I was a lukewarm Tom Petty fan. That's I mean, okay. were like the big songs, like, I mean, Breakdown, you remember that one? Now these are all like iconic song intros. Mm-hmm. In you know, if you're a classic rock fan, then obviously you know any of those songs. But you know, between the stuff he did in the '70s and then when he came back in the '80s, I was kind of like, oh, okay. But then like later, it's weird. I think you in have the 90s, to be I'm more like, mature. He's awesome. Yeah, I think that I think is what it is. You have to have a certain level of maturity to appreciate that. That's all. How That's ironic all it is. is it then that when he was talking about pop music, you know, I mean, he he believes pop music is for teenagers, but that rock and roll lives on, and maybe that is what it was at that time. I thought you know because I was. Was a kid went flashy <clears throat> enough for you maybe that's what it went but then later you're like wow man what a musician and okay now i get the lyrics and you know i'm mm-hmm. sam and i are kind of the same we've never been great lyrics listeners oh man <laughs> i am yeah man there's so many good like first of all the here comes my girl song oh my god where he even talks it is so cool he's such a cool vibe but yeah i just literally grew up there we go thank you murph um Oh, that's right. He up. starts out. He starts out talking in this song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Give it a second. Um, I just always thought he always was classic. Yeah. Like he's, it's almost like he's all. As soon as he landed, he was accepted as a classic. I'm like, oh man, crank that. And but also, uh, in watching this documentary, it's you remember you get to actually sit down for a short period of time and put it all together to realize how long an influence Tom Petty had on music because. Decades. You know, like I was saying, you, you might pick up a song or two here and there, and it's like, oh, yeah, that was Tom Petty. Oh, yeah, that was Tom Petty. And then in a three-hour span, and it's like, my God, Tom Petty put out so much great music, you know? Yeah. Um, the first album that he released with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers was late 70s, and one of the songs from it was American Girl. Mm-hmm. So he started with what some people say is his best. That's my favorite song, oh, you know, American I, Girl. You know, so. I kind of still have that. A, you know affinity for the old classic Tom Petty stuff too mm-hmm. I was reading I've been reading about him last night and this morning and um, in 2006 he talked about he dealt with some severe depression and just went away for a while yeah lived in a cabin because he didn't want to put that on anybody else he didn't when want did to that be, happen uh, early 2000s yeah okay that he just and he, I guess he could afford to do that because he was a rock and roll legend. I guess everybody can't just do that. But he went away for a while just to deal with his pain. He didn't want to put that on anybody and he hated to go away. But he did for a while. Right. Until he felt strong enough to come back into the world. He, he never did seem like an overly excitable kind of guy. No. Did he? <laughs> but you know what? I, I would think it's probably <laughs> difficult to go from that sort of superstardom fame and you really become a part of Americana. But, you know, Americana is constantly changing, too. Yeah. And so, 
you know, even though you still have a fan base that stays with you, when it changes, trying to he didn't keep seem to change alive. though. Hey, now, I mean, it, it, I, he, you could have fooled me. I never know that he had any. Never knew that he had any issues. But I would assume that's tough for any. I think you could see sort of that. An, to I, me, icon. I feel like you could have seen that in him. You know, he seemed like somebody who really a troubled person. Not troubled, but just a lot of acceptance and wisdom there. I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. something about him. Does that make sense? Yeah. And he also, he never had to reinvent himself. I know he did some MTV stuff, which I thought was surprising. Yeah. But he embraced it. Well, the video, um, he was the Mad Hatter. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Mad Hatter thing, did that happen around the um, Mary Jane's, Mary Jane's Last, Last Dance, Dance. Yeah. time and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Into the Great Wide Open, when he did I, a video with Johnny Depp. His reinvention in that the late '80s, I thought that was really impressive because it was all a bunch of rock icons that got mm-hmm. together. Can you imagine how much fun that has to be when that's what you've grown up around, and now now you're in the same studio with George Harrison yeah. from the Beatles and Roy Orbison, this legend, and uh, Jeff Lynne from ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra, and all them, you know. And so, what happens? The Traveling Wilburys come along, I and, know. Then, and then he gets more, you know, of his own Tom Petty stuff with that Jeff Lynne influence. Yeah. You know, his number one most loved song, though, and most covered, one of the most covered songs in concert by other artists is Free Fallen. Mm-hmm. And that song, honestly, never, it's beautiful and all, but it's not. It's the, never done it for me, you. It doesn't make my heart beat faster like the other stuff. Yeah. Well, it was, a, it was a huge hit in 1989, mm-hmm. but. I remember the it, video, too. It, yeah, it, you're right. It was huge, but it, to me, it wasn't classic Tom Petty, but to somebody, it was. doesn't make it a, a bad you're song. You're right. Yeah. No, it's like, what I'm saying is his most love, and artists love to cover this. I know I know John Mayer covers it, and he's not the only one. Anyway. But it's so, a legacy of great music, and you know what's interesting about this, about his passing, is now, once again, as it's done with so many artists, it's going to introduce him to a new generation. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Sam, we would love a Behind the Lyrics on Friday from Tom Petty. Okay. Have fun digging into some of that. Okay. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.